Hi. <laughs> Are you excited to talk about morality? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm really excited. Okay, I have, good. I have so much stuff I want us to talk about. And I it's something I, I'm always thinking about. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We are making moral judgments constantly, like all of us, all the time, if you actually think about it. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things that there's no real answer and everybody's so different and I just love it so much. But to water it down philosophically, there's basically two ways most most of us approach making a moral judgment. Utilitarianism, which has a bunch of different ways of doing it but the most common is like consequentialism so doing what's right is what brings about the the best for the most sort of idea like the ends justify the means and then there's the deontological approach which is more i think can't like categorical imperative which is more like rule-based and principled Mm -hmm. and so each one of those if you just did one like it it wouldn't work like there's there's instances for each of them where so we kind of like we're constantly blending them together and deciding which which one to use when and I don't know it just kind of dawned on me why I have such a problem with sort of like cancel culture and a lot of the stuff that's going on the left is because I think I I lean heavily towards a more deontological approach I'm probably 98% I bet deontological like I have strict rules that I think are right and wrong. Like, don't discriminate against anyone on their skin color, like, no matter what, like any skin color, you know, or freedom of speech, no matter what. Whereas uh, the left right now is taking a, a more of a consequentialist approach where they're saying, no, the ends justify the means. We can use discrimination in order to blah, 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 you know? So it just kind of hit mm-hmm. me. I was like, oh, that's why, right? Yeah. But the trolley problem, have you heard of the trolley problem? Yes. It sort of illustrates these two. So I wanted to start off by asking you what you would do in the trolley problem. So the train is going down the track and there's five people tied. It's going towards five people, but you can pull a lever and switch it so it only runs over one person. Would you pull the lever? I always find this problem so difficult because it's like, do you know the people I know there's so many things you want to know. Do you trust this lever? Like, is it going to, you know? Who is asking you to do this? Like, there, I know, there's, I know. Totally. <laughs> there's so many factors that become part of your decision. Like, it's not, it's not that black and white. It's not like, yeah, oh, I'm saving one person or I'm saving five people. Well, what if the five people are like criminally insane lunatics who are going to kill me if I save their lives. Right. I know. Um, Totally. (laughs) And and that's exactly why you can't really make a a moral decision. Like in the case of abortion, if, if you're not in that situation, yeah, you can be like, Oh, this is what I believe you should do. But then in that moment, your moral around that whole thing might change just because it's personal right yeah i know but like given to a classroom i'd say like 98 percent. i don't know like most of the class usually says yeah they will pull the lever but i actually feel like i wouldn't just because uh, more because of my trust issues like i just like and then it's like blood on my hands you know then i've done something that i find wrong i've killed someone basically right yeah and you have to live with that yeah whereas if i just 
walked away. <laughs> just pretend <laughs> I didn't see it. I don't know. I, I'm trying I'm to think like, which I I'm not, which I'm not live with. <laughs> I'm not strong enough to pull the lever. <laughs> And am I actually seeing this? Like, I would be like, is this for real? Like, is it, what if this doesn't, you know, I don't know. But yeah, what, what do you think? Would you? Well, generally, most people would want yeah. to save more lives, right? Yeah. But not, I guess that begs the question, like, are all lives equal? Yeah. Fuck, we could get into that too. And then there's like all these variations of the trolley problem. And then they're like, well, what if, what if you had to push one person onto the tracks. Oh no! <laughs> like, what if you had to physically? And then I'm like, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. Do I that. couldn't do that. No. But yeah. But what yeah, if that I one think... person was a psychopath? <laughs> yeah, I think the lever, like, it's a lot less because you're not really seeing what you're doing necessarily. Totally. So it's just like, oh, I just pulled this. I don't know. I'm not responsible. <laughs> but if you push someone, you really have to, yeah, you have to be in a totally different mindset. Yeah, totally. But what if that person is attacking you? <laughs> I know, <laughs> I just, that's what I mean. Like- my problem is that I just have too many questions. Whenever someone wants me to do something, I'm like, why? Yeah. And that's what we're doing. Like when we're making a moral judgment, we're scanning and taking in all like so much information and all of it matters, right? But when it comes to consequentialism versus deontological as a society, like no one would want to live in a society where that followed consequentialist rules. Like imagine like a emergency room where they were just like doing, you know, like you would not want to bring grandma to that emergency room. Cause like, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, like a trust would break down between people. Like it would just be total mayhem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think there are obvious exceptions. Like when, you know, for example, you should lie if someone comes to your door and asks if your kid is there because they want to murder them, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. obviously, obviously it's okay to lie. Although I think Sam Harris would argue it's not cause he's uh an honest absolutist he would but there's other ways i guess you could get around that but i think deontological is the way to go like you need to have principles you need to have these rules otherwise society completely breaks down and i feel like we're seeing that right now we're seeing that happening yeah it is breaking down for sure when you said that we were going to talk about this i was thinking about the way that i was raised and you know we went we went to church a lot and that's like a set of principles that a lot of people live by. Right. The thing that I'm always uncomfortable with is someone, this is what, this is where it gets tricky because it's like, if our government is taking a set of principles and imposing them on their population, then like, what if you don't agree with some of those principles? Where does the personal and the political, like, how does this all work? I guess it's just an agreement that the majority of us make that we're like, okay, stealing is wrong. Killing is wrong. You know, yeah, discrimination is wrong. All these laws that we have in place. And I suppose we all work together to decide what those are. But in yeah, some societies, in power. yeah, in some, in some societies, it's not like that. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. You need to have, in my opinion, you need to have these strict rules and you need to stick by them. Like even when I was like the most radical lefty I've ever been, I still affirmative action always uh, like sat wrong in my moral 
brain. I just, because it is discrimination, it is discrimination by the color of someone's skin. And to me, that is just a, you know, you judge someone by their character, full stop. Like that's it in my mind. Like I don't bend that. I don't, you know, and I think that's what's right. So I always had a bit of a problem with affirmative action. And I think that's why I have such a problem with, you know, this whole equity, which just means discrimination or, or diversity, which just means everyone looks different, but thinks the same or safe space, which actually means like, you can't say anything offensive. You know, it's like, (laughs) I have such a, these break all my moral codes that I, Mm -hmm. I just have in me. It's funny how that feeling comes up, you know, like it's right there and you're like- It's in your gut, right? And your solar plexus, like right there, you get this feeling and you're like, this doesn't feel right. Like what we're doing, I know that we're, we have good intentions mostly, but this, why, where does that feeling come from? Well, I'm a moral realist and I, I think we're, we're born with it. They have done- studies with monkeys that shows that we do have a sense of fairness and justice and morality in us, except for I'm sure like personality disordered people, I think, which, but most of us do like it. I think so. Some people don't, some people think it's all subjective, but I wanted to get into that later. Okay. Um, Cause yeah, this has been bogging me too. Cause um, Machiavelli, you know, he mm-hmm. wrote the Prince and I always really liked his his sort of ethical code because it was basically saying like, yeah, be a good person. But if you come a- up against a bad person, you have to know how to be a bad person. Otherwise, all the bad people are going to rise to the top of society because all the good people are just going to sit back and let them, right? And I, I always, mm-hmm. when I was younger, being like, fuck yeah, that makes so much sense. But as I've gotten older and I've seen how easy it is for people to be deluded into thinking they're fighting a bad person when they're not or you know what I mean I'm this is really bothering me because it doesn't actually work you know because people either ideologically possessed or they're they think they're fighting you know they're wrong or they're I hate to say stupid but a lot of people aren't aren't very I don't know (laughs) I don't know if I would say stupid but just like misinformed or gullible misinformed right they don't they don't actually do any investigation on their own to find out if if something's accurate. Yeah, like it's so easy for someone to think they're they're being the good person fighting the bad person when they're not. You know, they don't step back and and look. So that that's been bothering me so much lately because I used to really like that principle, and now I'm like, oh, it doesn't actually work really because everyone thinks they're the good person using right everyone (laughs) everyone always thinks they're a good person and that's why principles are so important because they just kind of keep it simple don't lie Mm -hmm. don't steal don't discriminate don't physically harm someone it's just like boom 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 but for every single one of those there's always a but there's always exceptions don't lie but lie if someone asks for your address and you don't trust them yeah (laughs) like but those are like yeah, rare exceptions. You I can't, think. like anything in life, you can't follow something blindly. Like, yeah, you have a basic ethical code for yourself. But in certain situations, you sometimes have to like stray a little bit. Nobody, yeah. nobody's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So. And it's the same as Popper's paradox is 
also something I see thrown around on the left, who basically was the same as Machiavelli saying like, toler- you have to toler- you have to be intolerant sometimes of the intolerant. But the problem is he meant you have to be intolerant towards people who are shutting down speech, which, <laughs> and, but you see it on the people using it on the left, they think they're being intolerant towards intolerance but it's like no it's so misguided you know and i'm just seeing like people are so complicated and these things just like oh they don't work no and and the other thing i don't like about this new way that things are going is everyone is a victim yeah and that's not that's not empowering no man i just read an article they did a study where they put these they they, disfigured these women's faces with these like gross scars and then mm-hmm. they sent them into these job interviews just to record how it went. But just before the so the girls looked in the mirror and they saw how disfigured and ugly they were and they had these like big scars. But just before they went in, the, the researchers were like, okay, just let us like touch them up really quick. But what they did is they removed the scars. So the girls oh, were normal. But they didn't know. Well, they didn't know. And the girls went in, every single one of them reported factual evidence of being discriminated against. And some of them said they actually like made references of the scars and like and i was like that's why te- wow. <laughs> victim mentality is so toxic because you know you'll see it everywhere you'll you know if that's what yeah you're if taught. you're that's the thing if you're looking for something you will find it totally and, and if we keep just children to look this. for things that are not even a problem yeah i know anyways the topic was on ethics not societal breakdown but another really good book is obviously sam harris i'm such a fanboy but um he has a book called the moral landscape and your boyfriend my lover i don't agree with everything he says but i just love him so much and obviously he argues that it is a science and like everything he does but i think it's socrates too who said we have a moral intuition and basically sam argues against moral relativism. So I wanted to ask you about that, because that's another thing that I see being tossed around. What about different cultures? Like, is there a right and wrong? Like, like Sam argues, oh, there is like a, judging the, another culture in the way that they do things. Okay. Yeah, he argues that there is a well being that we should strive everyone, we should protect. Well, yeah, way. isn't that just like human rights? Like, we Yeah, yeah, there's a certain standard that we as human beings want to be able to agree to that everyone should be able to live safely and freely basically yeah because we all feel pain and pleasure the same but um a lot of people again on the left it's crazy that they'll turn a blind eye to horrible human rights violations just because it's done in another culture right yeah and that's moral relativism. They're saying, oh, that's their culture. It's like, dude, they're throwing gay people off of rooftops. Yeah, it always <laughs> it strikes me as funny how the, the <laughs> state the states is just in its own little bubble. They don't realize how amazing they have it. And they should really be campaigning for these other countries where it's like torture is involved, right? Or death. Yeah. In, or women's in, rights. In, like Yeah. In, or like genital mutilation, for example. There are people, if this is life or death for a lot of people, but then it, that begs the question, like, 
do we need to worry about anyone but our own society? I think we do because we're all connected. We all share the same planet. So it's in our best interest to make sure that everyone on the planet is yeah, man, we're place. all we're all the same. Like, but it's just funny because they will, you know, will rescue these girls from these bountiful sort of like like Christian sex where they're you know polygamous sex and but yet you know women in Iraq or something they're just like oh do 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 you know because it's like and I'm like that's kind of racist even though they think it's racist to criticize what's happening in Iraq where it's like no it's kind of the opposite. <laughs> right right like what i just feel i just feel like everything is backwards these days and our moral compass our moral compass is fucked like i think the needle is just like like was it a simpsons episode the bizarro world i don't know that's from some show where everything was Mm. like backwards and i i think of that all the time i'm like it feels like we're living in a bizarro world it's like yes is no and yeah (laughs) it's down Two plus two is five, you know. Good is bad. Bad is good. Yeah, I'm not a moral relativist. But again, I I feel like I'm a minority. Like, I feel like most people... uh... Do you think most people even think about these things? Like, (laughs) I think if you asked most people, they wouldn't... They'd be like, morals, ethics. Like, it's kind of... No, I really think so. Like, they, they would probably be like, you know the 10 commandments kind of stuff but oh god well that would make a lot of sense i don't know i i always always think about this and i guess i'm lucky to have a moral it took it was a hard hit to realize that not everyone has like some people literally don't care i'm talking about like well narcissists are like kind of deluded where they think they're just so in their own world they don't realize but psychopaths they don't give a fuck and then people who are yeah ideologically possessed and then there's addicts which i have experienced and i did a lot of immoral things mm-hmm. yes. that was like you know you're an injured animal trying to survive type of mentality so i don't know i th- i think most people other than that do care but yeah maybe they don't spend much time thinking about it maybe they don't but they definitely get that feeling when they're doing something that isn't right yeah. according to their own set of morals yeah because that's what happened to me with what's happening on the left i just started getting this gut yeah like you said i was just like uh something (laughs) something doesn't feel right and then i you know you go digging and you look into things and you learn why and i always follow my gut with everything but i don't know if everyone has that i think everyone has it but whether they're listening to it because it's so easy to question it yeah or you get um, a feeling and you're like i don't know it's like cognitive dissonance like we're really good at rationalizing it away Mm -hmm. i guess yeah that's true Um, and other people other people also do that when like i don't know i'm sure this has happened to you where you're like oh i just don't get a good feeling about this person or this job or whatever and they they try to be like oh, just give them a chance. And and your gut is being like, nah, this is not for me. Yeah. And people talk you out of it all the time. And I, I don't understand that. But sometimes it's hard to tell that feeling apart from fear. Yeah, I'm always questioning every feeling I have. So it kind of can make for a messy life because I, <laughs> I don't even trust my gut sometimes or I'll 
But I always give people the benefit of the doubt, even with that feeling, because sometimes you are wrong, right? Sometimes it's something else. Maybe they remind you of someone. Yeah. Or, you know, or you're projecting. Side. Yeah. Like you never know, right? These things are tricky. That's why they deserve thought. Mm-hmm. I really dig Aristotle's take too, where he basically argued that you just focus on yourself and being a virtuous person. So you build up this virtuous character and then you'll always choose to do the right thing. And the way you, you build that up is you is moderation. Like he always said, take the middle path of everything, which I always resonated with. It made a lot Mm. of sense, but it's also quite difficult. I think I, I agree with Aristotle because I think our job is to focus on ourselves and being the best people that we can be instead of trying to fix other people. Yeah. That's all we have control over. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I really liked his moral and character. No one talks about character much. Bring back character and integrity, man. Like bring that back is way more important than looking good for your age or, you know, being rich. Like, let's bring that back and celebrate those things instead of all the surfacey bullshit that our culture celebrates right now. This segues perfect into a question I wanted to ask you that doesn't sound like it has to do with morals, but it does, um, I think. So what qualities do you admire most in other people? Because they're usually, like, moral-based, but, like, like people you admire, what are they like? They're honest. Honest, yeah. That's mm, it. They do what they say they're going to do. Right. Integrity. They admit when they're wrong. They challenge you. Yeah. I think um, I really admire courage, I think, because I, oh, yeah, like courage. I, I don't of have course. very much of it. Like I like <laughs> like people like Sam Harris or Barry Weiss or people who like are nonpartisan and won't follow into a tribe. They, they say what they actually think, you know, and they're smart. I admire intelligent people who aren't afraid to say what they think, you know, which I feel like is getting. Well, rarer. it's just it's harder. It, and we've made it harder for ourselves to speak up yeah, because we've imposed yeah. all these new rules. And if you're not on social media, you're probably not even going to have any idea what <laughs> is going on. I know. It's crazy. Because that's you're just, where the bulk of this is coming from. Yeah. Or if you don't, even if you don't listen to podcasts, like if you're watching CNN and msnbc and npr like you have no idea what is happening like no idea you are so or if you're just watching fox news you know what i mean like you just you really have no clue what it's happening. so easy to live in a diluted little bubble i know but who would want to i think for some people that's really comforting to not be challenged they don't want to know that there are other people who have different ideas They feel more comfortable just being safe, being surrounded by people who agree with them. Yeah, I just, I find it's interesting because we all just, we have different, like I said, we we organize our morals differently and we put them in different order. And if you look at like left versus right, which when I was young, I used to just think rights were bad people and left were good people. And now I see it's like, oh, they just organize 
their values differently, you know, like freedom or and equality, fairness, like they just they're all jumbled up differently. And, you know, it, I've, it's fascinating to me. Well, yeah, people are complicated. Yeah. So, of course, our morals are going to be complicated and always changing. But people with different morals, it doesn't make them bad. It just means they value different things more yes. than others, right? I don't know if there is this something you've read about in philosophy. Is is there such a thing as a good person and a bad person? Or is no, we're, everyone we're all good people? Just a up. mix of those yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're all bad people and good people. The older I get, the more I, for instance, value freedom because I understand how different we are. Freedom is at the, probably one of the top of my value list just for human flourishing because we're so different and we all think different and we all have different beliefs and design. I think that's great. So we need to live and let live and we need to allow each other to be free, you know? Unless you've committed some sort of act that yeah, is like way outside of the bounds. Yeah, totally. And generally and I, that's because you're hurting other people. So it's impacting other people's lives. So it makes sense to like protect the country from a bunch of murderers, you know. Totally. But let people, let their freak flags fly. This is the thing I don't really I don't really care what other people believe. I can still have a conversation with them if I have different ideas. I mean, generally, I feel like, I, I, but there are a lot of people that are afraid of that, I think. And I, I have, a- have to argue in defense of what they believe because maybe they haven't put that much thought into it. So they have no argument. Right. I just hate it when people try to get everyone to think the same or try to push their beliefs. Well, yeah, that's what religion is right there. Yeah, that bothers me. Like even what's happening on the left, I don't care. The, the only reason it bothers me so much is because it's in all our institutions and this stuff is being taught to children, like this re-racialization, et cetera, et cetera, is being taught to little kids in our systems, everyone in the university. So that's the part that bothers me about it. I don't care that people have those beliefs. Like, that's great. But the problem is saying that that's the only belief that exists and not teaching the other ones. That's the problem. I have no problem with, I think every child should be exposed to all the information and educated. That's why they're there to be taught but if you're only teaching one side of the story, yeah, then they don't even get to decide for themselves because they've just been told this is the only option. Yeah, we're teaching them what to think instead of how to think. It's just right. So sad. That breaks my heart because, man, I'll just say, like, I growing up, I I had to go to church all the time, and the whole time. <laughs> Like every time we went, I would be sitting next to my dad and I would like elbow him and I'll be like, why are they doing this? Or like, what does that mean? Like parts of the Lord's prayer and stuff. I'd be like, what does this mean? And he'd just be like, oh, just shut up and listen, you know, but I was always questioning everything. And that would explain why I don't go to church anymore. 
you have to question everything. You can't go through life just letting someone else decide for you. Why? That I think that <laughs> I think that everyone here needs to take personal responsibility and be accountable. And you can't trust that anyone else knows better than you do. Yeah. Okay, we're getting preachy. Okay. Yeah. I have sorry. <laughs> I have one more of those like trolley type scenarios for you. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So a man or woman, whatever, breaks into an old lady's house to rob her. So he smashes the window, but he sees her lying on the floor and he runs away. So turns out there was a gas leak, and by breaking the window, he saved her life. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So now should he be punished or rewarded? Yes. It should be punished. Yeah, this is classic uh that was an ac- that was an accident. Deontological that's an accidental versus... result. Because a consequentialist would be like, uh no, because look at what he did good, so we should reward him. <laughs> but uh, yeah no I but agree. he didn't he didn't mean to be good yeah intention matters it really does mm-hmm. yeah i love that one because i agree with you did you have anything you want to say about morality is there anything you do regularly that breaks your moral code like brings you cognitive dissonance <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you want to spill <laughs> you're like fuck no obviously not You know what? Up until recently, I was thinking, you know, I've been a really good person generally. I try to be a good person. And I've rarely done anything that is, I'm like super ashamed of. That's good. So recently I was like, what if I play with it a little bit more? (laughs) And I don't have to be super good all the time what if i just like test the limits a little maybe that's just me being like okay i get this whole life thing now i'm just gonna like experiment and and tweak it right (laughs) maybe i'm just bored but so what what a lot of times you can do things that go against your morals and you just justify it and rationalize it yeah until you can't anymore. Right. Like smoking, I guess. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Anything. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> Is it really? No. See, I feel like I did so many bad things in my past and I realize how much it contributes to my self-esteem. Yes. And so now I work really hard to not do bad things. The thing is, at the end of the day, it's much easier to sleep. Yeah. If you don't have to lie about anything, you just have more peace. And I have a confession. The one thing I do that I feel bad about is is I I reach behind at the grocery store and I always get the freshest stuff from the back, even though they put it like way in the back. Oh, that's not bad. No, because if everyone did that, again, the categorical imperative says, like, what if the way to realize if something's moral is like, what if everyone did that? If everyone did that, then but all that everyone, food would go bad. No, everyone doesn't do it because some people don't want to reach that far. They just take the first one I, like, there. I look around to see if anyone's looking and then I just like 
<laughs> I like reached to the anyone back. who's anyone who's ever worked in a store knows that they front face everything and you need to like don't ever take the first one. I know but I don't I don't <laughs> but I the think- first one eventually they'll just it will Some idiot will take it. That's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not. <laughs> that's such a minor thing. I know. And food goes bad in the grocery store every day if people I don't. Know, but come I don't and like buy it. Idea of food going bad, but so but that's my does. cognitive dissonance. But you're right. I'm sure someone will grab it. Yeah, most people just want what's easiest. So. that's how goody two shoes i am now i just generally don't like doing anything that i wouldn't be able to admit yeah as soon as you start keeping secrets about something you know that that's going against your instinct do you think you're gonna go to the grave with secrets no really i don't have i i only have a couple hmm but I feel like I've actually, I don't even, because I feel like I've told somebody everything, like ever, maybe not one person knows everything, but like a bunch of different people have little bits and pieces. So I don't have anything I've never told anyone. Yeah. Weed is like a truth serum. It's not even weed. It's just, I, I'm what you see is what you get. I don't. I don't like like hiding things or lying because then you have to keep track of it. Yeah, totally. This is our 31st episode, I think. And wow, one thing that you always say every single episode is, yeah. Totally. Or totally. Totally, right? I say totally <laughs> so no, much. But you always say, you go, yeah. Totally. <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, I have to take that totally out. Like, fuck the totally. You're taking out my totallys? Stop, that's <laughs> totally. my signature. Stop taking out my signature move. That's immoral. That so is totally cool. immoral, dude. I got to think about the listeners. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that was a good ending. Yeah, perfect timing. Mm-hmm.